Chapter Thirteen of Working for God by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, forasmuch as ye know that your labour is not in vain in the Lord. First Corinthians chapter fifteen verse fifty eight. We all know the fifteenth chapter of First Corinthians in its divine revelation of the meaning of Christ's resurrection, with all the blessings of which it is the source. It gives us a living Saviour who revealed Himself to His disciples on earth and to Paul from heaven. It secures to us the complete deliverance from all sin. It is the pledge of his final victory over every enemy when he gives up the kingdom to the Father and God is all in all. It assures us of the resurrection of the body and our entrance on the heavenly life. Paul had closed his argument with his triumphant appeal to death and sin and the law. O death, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then follows, after fifty-seven verses of exultant teaching concerning the mystery and the glory of the resurrection life in our Lord and his people, just one verse of practical application. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. The faith in a risen living Christ, and in all that his resurrection is to us in time and eternity, is to fit us for, is to prove itself in, abounding work for our Lord. It cannot be otherwise. Christ's resurrection was his final victory over sin and death and Satan, and his entrance upon his work of giving the Spirit from heaven and extending his kingdom throughout the earth. Those who shared the resurrection joy at once received the commission to make known the joyful news. It was so with Mary and the women. It was so with the disciples the evening of the resurrection day. As the Father sent me, I send you. It was so with all to whom the charge was given, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. The resurrection is the beginning and the pledge of Christ's victory over all the earth. That victory is to be carried out to its complete manifestation through his people. The faith and joy of the resurrection life are the inspiration and the power for the work of doing it. And so the call comes to all believers without exception. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, be ye always abounding in the work of the Lord in the work of the lord the connection tells us at once what that work is nothing else nothing less than telling others of the risen lord and proving to them what new life christ has brought to us as we indeed know and acknowledge him as lord over all we are and live in the joy of his service we shall see that the work of the lord is but one work that of winning men to know and bow to him amid all the forms of lowly, living, patient service, this will be the one aim, 
in the power of the life of the risen lord to make him lord of all the work of the lord is no easy one it cost christ his life to conquer sin and satan and gain the risen life it will cost us our life too the sacrifice of the life of nature it needs the surrender of all on earth to live in the full power of resurrection newness of life the power of sin and the world in those around us is strong and satan does not yield his servants an easy prey to our efforts it needs a heart in close touch with the risen lord truly living the resurrection life to be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord but that is a life that can be lived because jesus lives paul adds for as much as ye know that your labour is not in vain in the lord i have spoken more than once of the mighty influence that the certainty of reward for work in the shape of wages or riches exerts on the millions of earth's workers and shall not christ's workers believe that with such a lord their reward is sure and great the work is often difficult and slow and apparently fruitless we are apt to lose heart because we are working in our strength and judging by our expectations let us listen to the message o ye children of the resurrection life be ye always abounding in the work of the lord forasmuch as ye know that your labour is not in vain in the lord let not your hands be weak your work shall be rewarded you know that your labour is not in vain in the lord in the lord the expression is a significant one study it in romans chapter sixteen where it occurs ten times where paul uses the expressions receive her in the lord my fellow worker in christ jesus who are in christ in the lord beloved in the lord approved in christ who labour in the lord chosen in the lord the whole life and fellowship and service of these saints had the one mark they were their labours were in the lord here is the secret of effectual service your labour is not in vain in the lord as a sense of his presence and the power of his life is maintained as all works are wrought in him his strength works in our weakness our labour cannot be in vain in the lord christ said he that abideth in me and i in him the same bringeth forth much fruit o oh, let not the children of this world with their confidence that the masters whose work they are doing will certainly give them their due reward put the children of light to shame let us rejoice and labour in the confident faith of the word your labour is not in vain in the lord wherefore beloved brethren be ye always abounding in the work of the Lord. End of chapter 13